Number one, remove hindrances. If you desire to profit by reading the scriptures, then you must remove those things that will hinder your profiting. If the body is to thrive, then obstructions must be removed. There are three obstructions that must be removed if you would profit by Scripture. First, remove the love of every sin. It matters not that a doctor prescribes excellent medicines if the patient takes poison as well. The Scripture prescribes excellent cures, but sin lived in poisons all. The body cannot thrive in a fever, nor can the soul thrive under the feverish heat of iniquities. As the rose is destroyed by the disease which overtakes it, so are the souls of men destroyed by those sins in which they indulge. Second, take heed of those thorns which will choke out the word once you've read it. Our Savior explains these thorns are the cares of the world. Matthew 13:22. By cares, Jesus meant covetousness. A covetous man is so consumed with secular employment that he can scarcely find time to read the word. And if he does read, he does not comprehend it because he is preoccupied with earthly pursuits. While his eye is upon the Bible, his heart is upon the world. It is not the writing of the apostles he is so much taken up with as the writing in his account books. Is it likely that this man will profit by reading the scriptures? Third, take heed of treating scripture carelessly or jokingly. To deal with God's word this way is to play with fire. Some make a habit of using the scriptures as entertainment. They mock God by bringing out his word in order to find something in it to distract and entertain them. In the fear of God, beware of this. The Lord may justly give over such persons to a debased mind. Romans 1, 28. Number two, prepare your heart. If you would profit by reading the scriptures, Prepare your heart. The heart is an instrument that needs putting in tune. Direct your heart to the Lord. 1 Samuel 7, 3. This preparation for reading consists of two things. First, summon your thoughts together to attend to that solemn work you are going about. Thoughts are like stragglers, therefore rally them together. Second, purge out unclean affections that prevent you from reading. Before you can come to the water of life, cast away the poison of impure affections. Many come rashly to the reading of the word without preparation, and they go away without profit. Number three, read with reverence. Read the scriptures with reverence. With each line you read, remember that God is speaking. The Ark of the Covenant, where the law was put, was overlaid with gold and carried on bars, that the Levites might not touch it. Exodus 25. This was so to encourage in the people a reverence for the law of God. The written word is a message from the one true and living God. Should we not receive it with reverence and respect? Number four, read in order. Read the books of Scripture in an orderly fashion. Though circumstances may sometimes divert our method, Yet for a constant course, it is best to observe an order in reading. Order is a help to memory. We do not begin to read a friend's letter in the middle. Number five, get understanding. Get a right understanding of Scripture. 
Psalm 119.73 says, Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Though there are some knots in Scripture that are not easily untied, yet the things that are essential to salvation have been plainly pointed out to us by the Holy Spirit. The knowledge of the meaning of the Scriptures is the first step to profit. In the law, Aaron was first to light the lamps and then to burn the incense. The lamp of understanding must be first lighted before the affections can be inflamed. Get what knowledge you can by comparing scriptures, conferring with others, and by using the best commentators. Without knowledge, the scripture is a sealed book. Every line is too high for us, and if the word shoots above our head, it can never hit our heart.